Welcome to the Ben Antel Show. I am your host, Ben Antel. Mason Rudolph and the Steelers are done. He is not coming back. Now, this news, you can take it any way you like. He was the third-string quarterback this year, sat behind Mitch, sat behind Kenny. There was a point where Kenny was the number three, but quickly he went ahead of Mason there. I remember talks in the preseason that somehow Mason was going to get the start in week one. That was just total blasphemy. Rudolph was a terrible quarterback. The thing that we're going to remember most about him is that game against the Browns in which Miles Garrett took his own helmet off and started beating him. Remember Miles Garrett said that he called him the N-word? Now, that may or may not be true. I think that Miles Garrett was trying to justify what he was saying. But that's really all there is to Mason Rudolph. That season was pretty wild, the one with Duck Hodges stepping in. And eventually it all fell apart against Buffalo in about week 16. So no more Rudolph and apparently no more Mitch either, as I'm hearing that he and the Steelers are probably not going to re-sign. He always had some bad things to say about the organization. A lot of people think that he got screwed. I think that's debatable. You know, if Mitch would have started the whole season... Would they have won one or two more games? I don't know. Kenny did have some magic down the stretch there. AFC North, you know, Travis Etienne said that he wants the Jags to trade for the Bengals receiver T. Higgins. Great player. Great player. They're both great players. Former college teammates of one another. I think the Jags are scary. I think within a few years, Trevor Lawrence could be the face of the league. Get some more... If they got T. Higgins, that would be a scary team. Because you have Burrow, you have Mahomes. Now, who's number three? Are you really going to say it's Justin Herbert? I have some people who disagree who are very high on Justin Herbert, but I'm not sure about Herbert. And maybe it's because of his coaching. Maybe it's because his lack of playoff success. But how do you only put three points up and a half and Trevor Lawrence outplays you? Trevor Lawrence is a younger guy than you, and he outplayed you with... I would say inferior weapons in an inferior team. So I'll take Trevor Lawrence over Justin Herbert any day of the week. And if he gets T. Higgins, woo, that's why the Bengals are so scary. They have those two receivers. Tyler Boyd's pretty good as well. Mixon. I think the Bengals are going to be good for years to come. I don't think they're going away. Are they going to get a Super Bowl? Because this window is tough with Patrick Mahomes. If Patrick Mahomes goes 1-2... and two, in the Super Bowls, I don't know. If he goes 2-1 and one in the Super Bowls, is he the GOAT, though? Just a thought. The Ravens and Lamar are not even close on the deal yet. The talks are that they're about $100 million off from each other. I wouldn't sign Lamar, personally. I would go ahead, maybe stick with Tyler Huntley for a year, and draft a guy in this quarterback class. Because whatever you're going to pay Lamar, he's not going to be worth it, in my opinion. Now, Lamar's good, but you look at a lot of the folks like him, Cam Newton. I think Kyler Murray actually throws a little better than Lamar. Jalen Hurts is a different animal. I wouldn't even compare the two. But I think Lamar, he's going to be out of the league within two or three years, just like Tua, who's a different type of quarterback, but in different situations, why they're going to be out of the league in two to three years, you know, Tua with the concussions. But I think Lamar is... On his way out, he's on the downward spiral. I don't think he's going to get 
a better season than that MVP year, obviously. I don't think he's going to improve. And if you're not getting better, then you're not staying the same. If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. That's a fact of life. You don't stay the same. The Raiders are now the overwhelming favorite to land Aaron Rodgers. He was just playing a golf tournament, said, I'm not going to San Fran. So that broke a lot of hearts. But for some reason, something shifted. It was originally the Packers who were heavy favorites to land him again. But some sort of comment that he made must have shifted those odds tremendously. Because he went from an 82% chance of signing with the Packers to now an 82% chance of signing with the Raiders. Maybe the Devontae Adams chatter is catching up. If he even goes to Las Vegas, is that a Super Bowl contender? There, you have to play Patrick Mahomes. You got to play, I know it's Russell Wilson, but now he has Sean Payton. And then you got to play Herbie twice a year. That's a tough division. And if Aaron Rodgers goes there, I don't know if they win more than 11 games. Maybe I'm underestimating Aaron because of recent lackluster performance. But I think if he stayed in Green Bay, it'd probably be the best decision. Although I think the lines are going to overtake that division very soon here as long as they keep on the up and up Jared Goff looking not that bad not that bad maybe drafting a quarterback isn't what you need to do to win a championship although you look at the two quarterbacks in the Super Bowl that may may you think otherwise who's the most important non-quarterback in the NFL some say Travis Kelsey and you could very well argue that. In fact, it may just be outright true. I'm going to go with Jamar Chase just because of that dynamic speed he adds to the game. And I know they won without him this year, but I think he's the best receiver in the league. I think he's better than Jefferson. I think he's better than Adams. What he's able to do on just a short catch and take it and go, I don't think you see Jefferson and Adams doing that. You can maybe see Tyree Kill doing that, but I think Jamar Chase does it better than anyone. Although, I'm not even thinking about defense right now. Like, how important to the Steelers is T.J. Watt? So, scratch Jamar Chase. How important to the Steelers is T.J. Watt? Or how important is Chris Jones to the Chiefs? It's interesting. Because 1-10 in 10 without T.J. Watt, I know he was a shell of his former self when he returned. But his importance is incomprehensible plant-based meats are dying out i just read an article about how the beyond meat the beyond whopper what is it the the plant whopper what's that the beyond whopper i'm not sure what it's called but plant-based meat is on the outskirts i've never tried this stuff myself but i for one am very happy to see it go down in flames it's disgusting. It's actually not healthy for you at all when you look at the ingredients. Very disgusting stuff in there. A lot of people think just because it's vegan, it's healthy for you. This is rarely the case. And so now people are starting to realize that A, it tastes like crap. And B, it's not even good for you. It's made with all these artificial ingredients and chemicals. When you could just get from a cow, and that's one ingredient. That's beef. That's one ingredient, beef. Whereas you look at these plant-based burgers, what all are they putting in these? Ingredients you cannot pronounce. I'm glad to see him go, and I don't think that they'll come back. I hope this is the end of the vegan era. At least the vegan that's trying to be meat era. 
you got the Super Bowl coming up. And you got these teams that have recently drafted just great players. Hurts a recent draft in like what the fourth round. And he's, you know, maybe the favorite to win the Super Bowl. But let's not forget Creed Humphrey, the chief center who some people think he's well on his way to. And it's only his, what, third season? He's the same class as Muth. It's only his third season, and they're saying he's already on path to be a Hall of Famer. That's how good that he looks. Because people who know offensive line know that, yeah, he's great. You know the Steelers picked Pat Fryermuth over Creed Humphrey. What do you think about that? Was that a bad decision? I like Muth. I do. I like Najee, but was that the best draft that the Steelers could have had? I wouldn't take Muth over Creed Humphrey. Absolutely not. I think Muth's a good player. I think him and Kenny both like each other. I don't know why he does blocking, but he's not a generational tight end. Is he a generational tight end? He's not Kelsey. He's not Gronkowski. And they used a second round pick on him. I don't know if you can just argue what could have happened, what should have happened. Their offensive line just needs a little bit of work now. I think it got a lot better, but Creed Humphrey, if they had him this year, I think that adds a lot more wins than Pat Frymuth does. It's going to be a good Super Bowl. And who wins? I saw somebody placed a million dollars on the Eagles. And I'm sure these people have hedges. Obviously, you're not betting that kind of money unless you have some sort of way out of it. That's what it seems to be like. So I think this is all just to grab people's attention. I think the sports books are actually leaking this out there to get people excited to bet, which they don't even have to do. People are going to bet anyways. Did you see people are from Kentucky are driving up by the thousands to go to Cincinnati just so they can place a bet on FanDuel. It's unreal. They've taken advantage of some sort of human behavior, some sort of mental deficiency in the human brain that makes people want to gamble. It's absolutely nuts. And everybody does it. I can't fathom how much money that they make. I can't fathom how much money they're going to make this weekend. Now, I don't really bet too much. But when it's the Super Bowl, I always bet. So I'm going to place one bet, and I only do the money line instead of rooting for Patrick Mahomes to have 281 yards. I'm going to put a good, decent amount of money on the Chiefs because they're underdogs, apparently. I'll put a good, decent amount of money on the Chiefs, and that's it. And I'll be happy to root for the Chiefs. It'll be a little more exciting for me in an already exciting Super Bowl. I would say let's pick the Chiefs. You, Hertz is a little banged up. Patrick Mahomes. And they just beat the Bengals, who are a really good team. The Eagles haven't really been tested too much. If they can protect Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs will win that game. I would say by seven points. There's talk of Andy Reid retiring after the game. How crazy would that be? As much of a factor as Mahomes is, how much of a factor is Andy Reid to the dynasty? It's not an easy guy to replace. If he goes, that's a big difference. Eric Bieniemy is not as good a coach as Andy Reid. Jim Harbaugh is not going to be coaching the Chiefs. That's like the only replacement that would come close to Andy Reid's shoes. And even still, he's no Andy Reid. Andy Reid is the next great coach. You've heard Belichick. You've heard Chuck Noll. Andy Reid is next in that conversation 
whether he wins or loses on Sunday. And I think he does get the win. But if he does win, they're saying he's going to retire. And I think that would just, it would shock me. But he is in his 60s. And that would be a big hit to the Chiefs. That would be a bigger hit than losing Tyreek Hill, obviously, because they lose Tyreek Hill and they make the Super Bowl as opposed to have Tyreek Hill and lose in the AFC Championship game. It's not all apples to oranges, though. We know that. Tyreek Hill's a great player. I think if they lost Kelsey, though, they would not be making it to the Super Bowl. So maybe he is the most non, most important non-quarterback. Do you see this Tony Romo news? How they're having an intervention for him? Because a lot of people think his performance has regressed in recent years. I like Tony Romo. Somebody played me a sound clip of him, and he didn't sound that great. You know, maybe it's just a cherry pick clip, but he did not sound great. And I think CBS is paying him a lot of money, so maybe they're the ones leaking this out there. But they're saying he ha- I had to have an over- intervention for him. And if you watch Colin Coward, he's a great guy in sports media. I highly recommend his show. He said that the reason for Tony Romo's regression as an analyst is because of how obsessed with golf he is. He's got the golf bug, Coward says. He said, I've known guys like this my whole life. He said he wouldn't hire people if they said, I love golf, because he knew that people just took that too far. And he might be right. Tony Romo is apparently a really good golfer. He wants to be on the tour. And it sounds like what Coward was saying was that he's only putting about 20 minutes a week into game preparation. Whereas the other... And he only has 20 minutes to talk each week. So he's not really preparing for the small time that he has. And I like Romo. I like Nance. It's just an interesting development here. And you compare what Tom Brady's going to make as an announcer. That's makes Tony Romo's paycheck look very small. How about some NBA? Kyrie to the Mavs. Yesterday's news. I think the Mavs are my new favorite team. Love Luka. And I think Kyrie got a lot of flack. Probably deservedly so. I do like that he stood up for himself and had players stood up for him. I don't want to get too into the political developments of that situation. However, Kyrie and the Mavs is a... I don't want to say a great fit, but it's going to be fun. Those two are going to score a lot of points. I don't watch the NBA in the regular season, but come playoffs, that team might be scary because the Warriors don't look that good, right? The Lakers are not a championship team. Everybody knows that. I think Kyrie and Luka could be dangerous. Luka's got that second star now. Apparently, Kyrie wanted to go to the Lakers, and the Nets owner said, I don't care where you send him, just don't send him to LA because I know that's where he wants to go. Now, Kyrie did treat that organization very badly, forced his way out. I don't like that NBA players are able to force their way out. You would never see that in the NFL. Although this Lamar Jackson situation is a little weird. Just get your own agent, Lamar. It'll make things a lot easier. How about Brian Flores, the Steelers linebackers coach who made our linebackers worse? He's going to go head to Minnesota and be the defensive coordinator. I'm surprised he didn't get the head coaching job in Arizona. 
I thought somebody needed to wrangle in Kyler Murray, and I thought that he was a pretty rigid guy. And Kyler Murray is just sort of out there, sort of like an Aaron Rodgers in his head, but he hasn't proved anything near what Aaron Rodgers has. So I don't really think he has a reason to be as off the rails as he is. I'm not a fan of Kyler's. And his last coach was a coach like, yeah, you can do that, Kyler. It's all right. Whatever Kyler wants. If you would have brought in Brian Flores, I guarantee you that wouldn't have flew. They should at least bring in some sort of defensive hard-nosed coach. Imagine Bill Belichick and Kyler Murray on the same team. I wonder how that would work out. If this next coach doesn't work out for Kyler Murray, I think we're going to realize it's a Kyler Murray problem and not a coaching problem. It's a bad organization, the Cardinals. They really are. Had some good players. J.J. Watt was just there and he retired. Maybe he didn't want to deal with Kyler anymore. Maybe he just made the wrong decision. Maybe he should have came to Pittsburgh to play with his brother. I wonder if he regrets that. But nonetheless, a great career for J.J. Watt. What's the ceiling on Kenny Pickett? Is he going to be like Kirk Cousins? Is that going to be his ceiling? Is he going to be... Dak, Kirk Cousins. I don't know if he needs to be anything more than that. If they get a good squad around him, like the Eagles have with Hurts. Although Hurts is more talented than Kenny Pickett. It's hard to rank Kenny Pickett right now. It's just a little too early. He showed some magic. That's no doubt about that. He showed flashes. What's his ceiling? Is he a Burrow? No, I don't think so. Is he Herbert? No, I don't think so. Is he Trevor Lawrence? No, I don't think so. But he might be Kirk Cousins, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's not. You can be Kirk Cousins and win a Super Bowl. Everyone thinks you have to have a star quarterback to win a Super Bowl. I don't know if that's necessarily true. 49ers almost made it to the Super Bowl with a seventh-round pick. I don't know if Kenny Pickett has to be great. I think he just needs to be really good. Penguins versus Avs tonight. I'm really excited. It's been a while since the Penguins last played. I think it's a must-win game. Nathan McKinnon. I might even pronounce that wrong. McKinnon. McKinnon. I think it's McKinnon. And Crosby. They're good friends with each other. And I think the game's in Pittsburgh. I'm really excited. I'm really looking forward to the matchup. I think the Pens actually do win. I think all of the talk over the All-Star break has really got to them. It's really got to Sullivan. It's really got to Hextall. Maybe it'll light a fire under, under them because no moves have been made. It's really the same team. I haven't looked at the lineup. Who's playing? Is Ty Smith playing? I'd like to see him play. I saw Jari was practicing this morning. He's likely not going to play. DeSmith is 7-14 and 14 as a starter, so... With him in net, I'm not super confident. However, I just think, I just have a feeling that this is a game they win. Maybe an overtime win. Maybe it's a little bit ugly, but they do win the game. Or it's like that game they played a couple weeks ago where it was 7-6. to six. Who was that against? The Panthers? Great game. I don't see that happening tonight. The Avalanche are really fast, but they are also the defending champions, and they are currently out of a playoff spot. And I think they'll eventually get back in just like the Warriors will. And I think I'd rather be the Avalanche than the Pens. And the Pens are even in a playoff spot right now. 
But the Avs are a fast team and the Penguins are not. And I don't think they realize that. And I don't think they realize that in order for them to win, they have to stop acting like they're a fast team. Maybe they should dump and chase more. It always seemed like at times in the Rangers series that worked last year and then they sort of got away from it when all the injuries happened. I like the dump and chase. I have no problem with it. Because they struggle to enter the zone. They struggle to do a lot of things as of late. I'm really looking forward to the game. And to see how the Penguins do down this stretch of the season. Penguins versus Avs tonight. Super Bowl on Sunday. Two things I'm really excited for. I'm going to try to be doing this show Tuesdays and Thursdays releases and i'll get some clips on tiktok for you some video clips but the podcasts on spotify will be audio only not much in the pittsburgh news once again penguins play tonight that'll bring some good content hopefully for thursday i thank you for listening to the ben antel show i've been your host ben antel take care